Great day, everybody. I am your host, K. Joe. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Uh, we'll come to you at least twice a week. Do me a favor. If you enjoy the topics that you hear or you would like to give some input or there's a specific topic that you would like to discuss, do me a favor and subscribe and shoot me an email uh, that I'll provide for you. Well, let's move forward and let's get into uh, our episode. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you all so much for being patient with me. Whew, the last few months have been amazing. Uh, just had my birthday. I will not tell you how old I am. Just know I'm 30, at least. <laughs> so glad to be back. Uh, I've started a new career. Got refocused. I am pursuing my master's degree. Everything is running great. I am looking forward to restarting and reconnecting with my audience. Those of you that have been looking for me, thank you so much for your support. I always start my episodes offering my gratitude to my listeners. Out of all the podcasts you all could be listening to, you all choose to listen to little old me. And for that, I am certainly grateful. So uh, the last disclaimer that I gave, um, I'd like to revamp starting to talk about the introduction of uh, D9 organizations as it relates to the black church. Uh, this is a very important topic to me. This is something that I would like to pursue. I'm looking to uh, join into a brotherhood here uh, in the fall. And um, some of these thoughts, or should I say desires, have boggled with my personal convictions or the convictions that I had growing up as a kid. And I've learned, being a Christian, that there are things that we don't really understand contextually. And because of that, we often cast ourselves into hell for things that are taken out of context. And so with that being said, uh, I am looking to join a fraternity. And actually, as I stated before, I do have friends or and people uh, that I have met that are part of fraternities and D9 organizations, sororities, and I'm going to bring them on uh, and ask them their perspective or their view uh, as to what their uh, belief is as it relates to their experience with the church and their experience being a part of a D9 organization. Um, just one second here. Sorry, I wanted to get some context um, so that I can appeal to all of my listeners. And so I'm going to start this off um, here and um, give some context about what the scripture says. But anyway, before I say that, <laughs> so anyway, uh, just some background. Most of you all know that I was raised uh, in an apostolic church. Uh, for those of you who are not aware of what apostolic means, uh, basically in the black church or the charismatic church to be apostolic means uh, that the, the doctrine is based on that of the apostles. Uh, if you are a Baptist uh, believer, uh, your 
beliefs are based off John the Baptist. I don't have time to really go into that. I do have 30 minute recording sessions and I don't want to bore people and give them biblical, uh, <laughs> give them biblical scriptures or preach them into a belief. That is not my goal. However, I do want my uh, listeners to understand where I am coming from. And if you are new to my podcast, you'd also understand that I like to keep things organic. The conversation can get uh, a little uncomfortable. Uh, I talk about everything, sex, religion, hell. At one point, I'll probably talk about masturbation. We'll talk about cheating. We'll talk about relationships. We'll talk about marriage. We'll talk about successful marriage. There is no topic that I will not touch. I will say that this is not kid-friendly. Um, for the most part, uh, I will put that disclaimer out there. So if you do have children that are under the age of 16, I would say uh, remove them from the room. Or if you're in your car listening, which I hope you are on your way to work, uh, let's save that for another day. So anyway, um, I want to start by saying um, as a kid, I had always imagined going to a HBCU uh, that's uh, acronyms for historically black colleges or universities. And most of you know uh, that they have D9 organizations. Uh, examples of those would be uh, Omega Psi Phi, or you have Sig Gamma Rho as far as sororities. You have uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha. You have, um, I don't want to leave anybody out there, Deltas. Those are the red and white sisters. And I was told as a kid that uh, if you were to join any of those organizations, that you are idol worshiping. <laughs> yeah, you heard me right. I was told that you are idol worshiping and uh, you are putting gods before your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and in the church that I was raised in, uh, every Sunday it was get saved or you're going to hell. Be baptized or you're going to hell. Be born again or you're going to hell. And even my perception of what it meant to be saved has since changed. Uh, when I was a kid, I was taught in order to truly be saved. And for those of you who don't understand what being saved is, to be saved is uh, basically the way it was explained to me, you are insuring your ticket into heaven. If you're not saved, you are insuring your one-way ticket to hell. <laughs> so the way it was explained to me in the apostolic church is to be saved, you have to go to church you have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, right? Believe in your heart uh, that Jesus is Lord. Confess with your mouth. And if you do those things, that you're saved. In addition to that, in the apostolic church, you must be baptized. To bapti be baptized means to be submerged in water. That means your full body, <laughs> from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, must be submerged in water. And that is the apostolic belief. Now, I know in the Catholic church, uh, and I don't mean to offend anyone. I'm only speaking from my understanding. Uh, in the Catholic Church, um, I've seen water be poured on top of your head or oil. Um, there's the community communion, which I have had the opportunity of attending mass, which I thought, by the way, was amazing. Um, so this is a part of the belief. And in the Apostolic Church, it's also believed that in addition to being submerged in water, you must speak in tongues. <laughs> I just lost somebody. So when you speak in tongues, what happens is they call it a tearing service. Um, you say, thank you, Jesus, a million times. And then you start to speak gibberish. And I'll call it gibberish because you don't understand what you're saying. And then you start to speak in this language that you do not understand. That is the concept of speaking in tongues. 
And those of you that have never heard it is like da 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 da. Sounds something like that, okay? And no, I'm not making a mockery. I'm giving you an example for my listeners that don't know what it means to speak in tongues. So this is the evidence that the apostolic people, uh, the apostolic church uh, believes is what it means to be saved. If you don't speak in tongues, then they say that you do not have the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, what is this gift? So when Jesus Christ died, well, and I, again, I'm speaking from experience. There are going to be theologians, hopefully, that listen to this that may dissect everything I say. And that's fine. I'm giving you my perspective. Let me make that disclaimer. So um, I was taught that you need to be submerged and then you have to speak in tongues. And until you are ready to receive this free gift, you will not speak in tongues. So those of you with the same apostolic background as myself, being a 90s apostolic kid, you know, you would go to this tarrying room and they would, you know, oh, you need to be baptized. And then they would read the scripture. And then before you go in the water, they would say, my dearly beloved, if you're a brother or sister, I now baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus for your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And they go ahead and dip you in the water. Everybody gets all dramatic. Ah, hallelujah. Shouting and jumping and flipping and twisting and turning. And, you know, this was your public uh, display of accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then you got to speak in tongues, suck and jive, dance. Hence is why they call the black church the charismatic church, because it was full of emotion. So anyway, with that being said, you know, the apostolic church teaches you that your the Holy Spirit, now that you have evidence of by speaking in tongues, is, so to speak, your guiding light. This is your what we call your intuition, your gut that talks to you and tells you, hey, this is the right way. This is the wrong way. And this is supposed to be your your hand holder throughout your life to get you give you direction on where to go. And how do you get this? You, you get this by being submerged in the water, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and speaking in tongues. Right. So anyway, um, in church, you know, that was something that was uh, that was i mean totally almost want to call it an abomination you do not go to an institution and pledge allegiance to quote unquote a god um a greek god right and so i think i was almost fearful to even consider the possibility of pledging for to a Greek organization because you're afraid of losing your salvation. You are afraid of this experience because you're, you know, and the, and the fact of the matter is that people that speak against it back in those days, I don't believe that they even experienced what it was like to cross over or to join an organization to make these claims, these heinous claims that, Oh, you're pledging to uh, another God, <laughs> you know? And so anyway, I had decided to do some Google research and I pulled up this article um, and I Googled, what does the Bible say about joining D9 organizations? And I pulled up a couple of scriptures and I think that people, again, should put things into context. So one of the scriptures was Ephesians 5 and 11, and it says, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Uh, there was another one. 
that said it was it's Leviticus five and four, or if anyone utters with his lips a rash oath to do evil or to do good, any sort of rash oath that people swear and it is hidden from him when he comes to know it and he realizes his guilt in any of these. And then you have first Peter two and 17, which says honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor. Okay. So I'm going to stop right there. And for those of you asking what version that is, this site says that this is the ESV. I'm not sure what that version is, but it is the ESV version. And you know what? To make it easier, I'm going to use, let's go to the, let's see, the first language Bible would probably give us a better um, answer. Okay. Also, I want to share here in this article as well. And it says, um, depending on the motivating reasons behind a person's heart's desire to join a fraternity or sorority, different issues come to the forefront. If a person desires to join a fraternity or sorority because they have the best parties, the Bible says that such a lifestyle should belong to one's unsaved past, not in the present life of a believer in Jesus Christ. And the kind or the, the reference scripture for that is first Peter four and three. The Bible says that we are new creatures in Christ. The old has gone and the, and the new has come as new creatures in Christ. Our new lives should reflect God's glory and not that of the world. So, I just based on reading those scriptures do not see anything in there that specifically says you should not join a fraternity or a sorority. What I did here is check the matters of your heart. Now let's put this in context and I'm going to deviate away from fraternities and sororities for a moment. For example, you have these uh, public influencers that are on social media and they go and they find a homeless person and they give this person food. They give them clothes. They buy them houses. They give them wads and wads of cash and they record it. And my question is, is the act wrong or is it the heart of the person that makes it right or wrong? Now, you can freely give and not record. Right. So that leads me to believe, are you doing this? Is your heart's intent good or is it of evil? So I say, say all that to say, if you are joining a D9 inst or organization and we question the matters of your heart, is it really pledging allegiance to a false God? Or is it about the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the community service, what the institution as a whole, what it represents? That is the issue that I have. There is no clean cut definition or there is no clean cut rule of thumb of what what it really means religiously to join an organization if for me it's not about um casting down romans of darkness <laughs> you know if, if it's not for me about putting other gods or idols above jesus christ what is the issue i don't find an issue to go to a party I'll say it again. I don't find it an issue to go to a party. Peter danced out of his clothes, and I highly doubt that when they were dancing, they were, oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I don't believe that. I mean, you look at African culture, their music, I, you know, it's the rhythm. It's the beat. You know, I think that we 
make things evil that don't have to be evil. It's the intent. Now, I'm not saying let's go kill somebody for the intent of uh, worshiping Jesus. Now, come on, that's crazy. I'm not saying that. That's evil. But come on, let's use our senses. Let's use the good moral judgment that we have. So on the next podcast, I'm going to bring one of my good friends on. Um, and I want her to give her perspective. She's actually a member of a fraternity. I'm sorry, sorority. Uh, I won't say her name and I won't say what sorority she's a part of because I want her to give that information and I'm going to allow her to give her perspective uh, how her joining the sorority has affected or influenced her relationship with religion and or God. And I hope that she'll give us some insight as to any of the rituals that she may or may not have performed that required her to denounce her religion. I don't believe that exists. So with that being said, I am stepping on a few toes. That is my intent to step on a few toes. I want to piss some people off because I want you to think. My goal in this podcast is never to tell you anything. However, it's to cause you to think. I want you to question your own judgment. And I want you to have backing that make your judgments make sense. None of your judgments or the things you do should solely make sense because somebody else said them. Have you asked yourself, why do I do these things? Why does this make sense to me? Does this make sense to me because somebody else told me that it makes sense? Or does it make sense to me because I truly believe in my heart of hearts that this is wrong or that this is right? And I think once we can start questioning our own moral judgment, our own moral compasses, we can make better decisions about the things we do. What I don't want to do in my life when I turn 50 is look back and say, man, I wish when I was 20, I wish when I was 30, I would, I should, I wish. And those things not have happened based on the instructions of somebody else. So. I am looking forward to this next episode. <laughs> I got to come back hard. Um, this is something that has been very pressing to me. And, you know, matter of fact, I was sitting in the barbershop the other day and I was watching this podcast. I don't know the name of the people. And I mean, they were sitting back talking about coffee. <laughs> they were talking about drugs and sex and rap. And I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? Here's the day where I want to listen to a podcast about something that actually means something to me as a black person in America, as a black man in America, what do I tell the generation of people who are being raised religiously? Hey, dad, mom, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, I want to join this fraternity, but is it against my religion? Is it against my personal belief in God? Those are all questions that I hope to answer. Oh, excuse me. I just wanted to touch the bases today, touch the surface, get my listeners back in the groove. <laughs> and so, like I said, we're going to go ahead and get, get things rolling here. I am very, very, very excited. I hope that you all would like to be a part of this conversation. Uh, I will, again, make sure in the episode that I list the email, I want you all to chime in. I want you all to send emails and a 
uh, volunteer to be a part of these conversations and or B, send in topics that you would like for me to discuss. Um, I would like to start supplying and supporting more concrete data to support uh, my claims. Um, I don't want to just give my experience, but I would like to have uh, other perspectives and information to support and uh, go against the things that I claim. Again, I am not claiming to be a professional. I do not have all of the answers, nor am I a theologian. I can only organically give you my perspective, give you my view, and hopefully you respect it. <laughs> and or you don't like it, but I want you to keep coming back and listening. And if it takes pissing you off to get you to listen, then so be it. <laughs> I want to stir the pot a little bit. But anyway, until the next time, thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate you all just giving a 20 minute segment today. Just wanted to get uh, peel the layers off just a little bit and get us back into the groove of coming on and doing our uh, podcast and having these challenging discussions. And again, I'm going to bring my good friend on who is a part of a sorority. Hopefully, if you all have questions about how you can join the sorority or uh, what that means, what it entails, what the colors are, the dues, the expenses. Hopefully, uh, I can get her to answer those questions and per perhaps provide her information uh, to get that information to you. So until the next time, thank you all so much. And we'll talk here in a few days. Again, thank you all so much for listening to K. Joe's Topics. I hope something was said today. Uh, that will give you an, a chance to look inward and figure out what it is that you need to do or what you could do uh, to be better. I will be back here in a couple days, as I said before, uh, at least twice a week. Again, thank you so much for your support. If you enjoy what you have heard, please tell a friend, tell a family member, subscribe uh, to this podcast. Great day, everybody.